Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. We have the economic report with Dr. Kirk Elliott. So we just got an economic report that just blew everything away. It was way lower than everybody predicted, 3.4 unemployment rate. And uh, actually, it's the 34th day of the year. So we also look at the numbers for the skull and bones. It's like uh, 223. And we're going to have on, uh, I guess, uh, or three, two, two, whatever it is. Uh, we're going to have uh, the Super Bowl is going to be on the second uh, month uh, on the twenty third day. So we have all these Luciferian numbers uh, that keep coming out. So I like uh, Boponi. He talks about how um, silver is that's God's money, <laughs> and uh, he say it's going to. He says it's going to go to the moon. You and I uh, firmly agree that it's going to go probably to a hundred. I think it's going to happen this year. What What are your thoughts on the, you have a lot of stuff on the table today. So Boy, this is I mean, just, there's so much, I mean, Michael, there's never a dull moment in the news cycle. I mean, <laughs> but, but so your analysis on those numbers, very telling, right? It's like, we know who's trying to run the show, right? right? And, and numbers are important to them. Right. So, so, but to, yeah, they had to get that number down. Um, why? Well, it, it's so stupid when you see it. We're, we're looking around post-COVID world. Hardly anybody's working. You, you still see signs everywhere. Anybody who will work, anybody, if you can fog up a mirror, please apply here kind of things. Um, and you've got news that, that Google's laying off 12,000 people, Salesforce, 10% of their workforce. Um, you know, Wells Fargo shut down their mortgage division. Uh, Goldman Sachs laid off 3,400 people. Microsoft laid off 12,000, Amazon laid off 18,000 and 10,000 at the end of, I mean, tens of thousands of people laying off. But yet, somehow, miraculously, the unemployment rate is the lowest it's been in 53 years. <laughs> like, really? I mean, does anybody wow. actually think that they're going to believe that? I mean, I, really? Well, the, the, today, the stock market is down pretty, pretty significantly. So I don't, I don't think so. I think we're going to, we might be seeing the, uh, the correction we've, we've been calling for. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it was a stout number, right? But, but here's where I don't even know how they can legitimately justify it, but I know what their metrics are. They, they pull a bunch of people out of the workforce, right? It's like, okay, you're so discouraged that you stopped looking for work. Um, you're on disability. No, that doesn't count either. But those people are still not working just because you got so discouraged that you couldn't find a job that you stopped looking. That doesn't mean that you actually got a job. Well, they don't count them anymore. Right. So so their analytics are just wrong. Right. Yeah. The way that they measure is just wrong because those people are still not working. Yeah. And we have a lot of people these days are working two, three, four jobs. It's that's what's probably boosting those numbers too. If they really are boosted, I don't think they are. But well, and and you look at people who have lost 
high paying engineering jobs or accounting jobs or whatever. And so they they end up replacing that for two or three partly part time jobs at like McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or whatever. Right. And it's like, good grief. You know, they they count that as as maybe creating two jobs. But in reality, that person's working maybe one or two extra jobs, but making half as much as they made before. They can make numbers lie, right? And and they're good at making numbers lie. So, so uh, you know, another thing that that was big last week in Davos is what's going to amplify everything that we've just talked about into a, a more problematic situation. And that is Saudi Arabia. Their their finance minister met with the the big muckety mucks in, in Davos. And what did he say? So he said, hey, we're going to start trading with our, our trading partners in their own currency. We're going to get rid of the petrodollar. So so the headline was very, very innocuous and people would look and it's like, oh, well, that's cool. They're going to try to, you know, just start consider trading in other currencies. It's like people who don't know would think, oh, what's the big deal? It's a huge deal. Yeah. Because since 1971, all oil settlements have been traded in U.S. dollars. That's what the petrodollar is, which means that there's built-in demand for our currency so we could print without discretion to fund every stimulus program known to humankind, to raise the debt ceiling, to pay for our, our welfare, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, women, infant, children programs, food stamps, our defense, everything, right? So that allowed us to amass that massive amount of debt. But now, if if you take that away, we don't have any capital inflow coming in anymore. We still have all these things that Congress has signed, right? So when you add up the unfunded future obligations of America, it's well over $125 trillion. It's not a $31 trillion debt. It's more like $125 trillion because it's bills that Congress has already passed. We just haven't paid into it because it's in future years yet. So We've got a massive amount of debt. But what did Saudi Arabia say? We're going to trade in their currency. So if they're buying or if they're selling oil to China, they'll trade in the yuan. They're going to sell oil to Russia in the ruble. And to Mexico, they'll get the peso in exchange. No more U.S. dollar, which means no more capital inflow for the U.S. dollar, which means we're going to have to inflate or die. And for people to think that Biden is winning the war on inflation, Nobody on your show believes that, but a lot of people watching mainstream media does, right? I mean, it's like, but except they're they're starting to think, well, maybe it's not real, right? And maybe maybe everything we're hearing is a lie. I mean, good grief, they're lying about secret documents stashed by the Corvette. They're they're hearing all these lies, 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 right? Um, and and you, I mean, everything. It's just it's mind-numbingly lies. And misinformation on purpose, yeah. right? So, so people don't really know what to believe, but their wallets will tell them inflation isn't six and a half percent. Not when the price of my eggs at Walmart went from a buck twenty nine to seven dollars for a dozen. Right. right, right. Not when, not when cereal, a big box of Cheerios, right? It's like okay, I used to get eighteen ounces in there, and now it's fourteen point four ounces, but the price is somehow still going up. It's like what? You know, there's just all this messaging is just counterintuitive to what what's really going on. Yes. So, so on those on those lines, BRICS. So BRICS was started in 2009 by Russia, and uh, you know they have the uh, it's Brazil, India, China, uh, and now a hundred 
more than 100 other countries want to join it. So that means the petrodollar is basically not going to look real good going forward. Uh, so why, why did um, Russia want to do that? Because they kicked the Rothschilds out. They kicked the central bankers out. And, uh, and they, they wanted a currency because most of their exports, 70% of them, I believe, are energy. So they wanted to do this very early on. So this is a collapse of a system. You, you were telling me, I, I looked this up and I was, I did not know this, the U.S. debt clock. Oh, my God, this is a big tell. Oh, it's huge. Oh my God, you just hammer this. I'm so glad we, we have these conversations. Uh, look at this dollar to oil ratio, zero. Dollar to silver, zero. Dollar to gold, zero. What is that? So, okay, so I saw this. Um, oh, wow. About uh, the beginning part of January, and I thought, okay, database glitch, right? Somebody, somebody didn't put something in the right field in the database. Like when the air traffic stuff went went down, right? But but right. it's like then it went on for a second week and then a third week, and it's like, what's going on, right? right? So so if you click on the asterisk next to those, it tells you how they measure it. So I started to do some investigating, right? So so basically, how they measure it is the total amount of silver coming out of the ground if it's dollar to silver, right? Versus the increase in the money supply. Right. So so if the money supply then starts to shrink, well, you've got zero. You, if you divide by zero, you get zero. Right. So so when the number of ounces of silver coming out of the ground is growing, but the money supply is shrinking, this is a problem. So I looked back because there's a there's another website that you can look at historical websites you know, which which when websites start to disappear, like during FTX, <laughs> it's like, okay, oh, yeah. Bankman Freed's websites, they're like going away. Where are they? But there's there's a website called Wayback Machine. So you just look in it and it's an archive of every single website. And, in, in, you know, you go back to a certain time. That's creepy, right? It's like, oh, my word, if it's out there on the Internet, it's out there forever. So right. you can always see it. So I looked to December 31st of 2022. Gold said it was 3,000, should be 3,000 plus an ounce, and silver like 490 something. So then it went back even further to January of last year, one year ago, Michael, and it had silver at $2,900 an ounce and gold at $21,000 an ounce. So I'm thinking, okay, gold came from 21,000 an ounce to 3,000 to zero. Silver came from $2,900 an ounce to 400 to zero. What's going on? You know, and so so here's my theory, right? Because I'm an economist, I, I like to follow these theories. And when I saw zero, that something's up, something's seriously up. So and 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 uh the money supply is shrinking. So M, but not all of it, right? Because people say, Kirk, that's that's a contradiction to what you've always talked about. You keep saying the federal government's printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stimulus under the sun. Yes, they are. That money supply is increasing so much so that they stopped measuring it in 2021. Hmm. MZM money supply, they stopped measuring it in 2021. If you go to St. Louis Fed, you know, and, and look at their, their website for it, if they stopped measuring it because yeah. they don't want people to know how much money they're printing for all the stimulus, right? So, but M2 is basically a subsection of that. That is the money that's in the banks. Checking accounts, savings accounts, CDs, money markets. That's what we have to spend, right? So 
when you look at M2 money supply, it's been shrinking. Over the last three months, they've taken out about half a trillion dollars in money supply. So they're printing money like there's no tomorrow, which is causing the inflationary pressures that we're seeing. But yet it's not making it into the hands of the people. The money supply is shrinking, which is why we're seeing such horrible problems with, with wages not keeping up, people not spending any money. They're creating crisis. Klaus Schwab at World Economic Forum said this year is going to be year of poly crisis, right? And poly means many, crisis means crisis. So year of many crises happening all at the same time that they're manufacturing, right? So, so but here's the issue with the money supply shrinking. We, yeah, that's a perfect chart. See, it's, it, it went parabolic there for a while since 2020, but now it's started to come down. Yep. Right. So so when you look at that, it's come down half a trillion in, in just a wow. few months time frame. Yeah. So where to what end? Right. Why? Why would that be happening? So here's my theory. Ninety percent of the world is moving towards central bank digital currency. In Davos last week, they're talking about a new system. We're going to be transitioning to digital currency, programmable money that illuminates all privacy because it adds transparency transactions. They can shut you off from buying or selling whenever they want. It's all about people control. To do that, you have to start getting rid of paper money. So here's what they're pulling it out of the system in preparation for the digital version that comes next, which is the most egregious attack on our privacy and freedom since the Patriot Act. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, it's worse than that because this is, if you want to control a people, how's the best way to do it? It's Bye. not with, mm -hmm. with guns or with military might. It's control their spending. Yeah. If you can control what people buy or sell, you control them. This is what the Davos meetings were all about, was that. And releasing that nastiness into our system, into our banking system, into our culture to actually control us, absolutely control us with everything that we spend and the, this, now, this data that they've been pulling money out of the system is just, to me, you know, when I start to connect the dots, this is exactly what they're doing. They're preparing us for a digital world, to be a digital entity in their big digital globalized world. And that's something that none of us want, ever. And that's why it went to zero on January 1st, like you were yeah. pointing out. Because yeah. they're moving in that direction. They've been talking about it. And now we're moving in that direction. So the way we beat them at their game to control us is to pull our money out of that stock market and put it in silver. So we've been trying to like move people in that direction. So uh, that's, that's how we beat them. And the more people say, well, I'm making all this money, you're about to lose your money because this thing will, will go down in a, in a way that you can't imagine. So I have an I have another chart that I'll show you on silver, uh, what it's doing today. So yesterday it hit uh, uh, a big high, uh, and now it's like uh, reversed quite a bit. Where is that? Oh, well, let me let me look for it before I start talking about it. So I have had it up, but uh, it seemed to have lost it. So uh, sorry, go back go back to talking. Uh, about good. It. Sorry. No, but so so Fine. today. While we're talking, silver's down quite a bit. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So is gold. So is the stock market, right? Because those phony employment numbers came out that said we've got the lowest unemployment in 53 years, right? That's a knee-jerk reaction to a news story, which means that people are still listening to mainstream media news, which is stupid because that's obviously a lie. The unemployment is not that. But but what this does, and fundamentally, nothing has changed. Fundamentally, we've got inflationary pressures, rising interest rates. You've got political chaos, the move towards a central bank digital currency. You've got tanks showing up in Ukraine, right, and the escalation of tensions there. You've got China and Taiwan tensions there and politicians starting to talk about boots on the ground in Asia. So are you joking me, right? So so all of this political mayhem, all of this chaos, all of this uncertainty, all of this turbulence will cause gold and silver to continue to go up. So when we get that fake news, like we got today about unemployment numbers, we take advantage of that because silver dipped today, right, on, on that news. It didn't dip because fundamentally anything has changed. No, fundamentally nothing changed. In fact, it's getting worse. So we get to buy on a dip, which is an amazing thing for us to do in a huge raging bull market. Yeah. So this is the uh, the dip you're talking about. Now, yesterday, it 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 jammed up. It went up to, I think, uh, 24.75. So it wants to break. 25 and it's going to break 25 when it does it's going to go up to 30 and then from 30 it's going to like really take off so if uh we go back go back in time uh as you see this is going back so i'm gonna have to like move it a little bit uh to pull it all in but this chart basically goes all the way back to the crash mm-hmm. so you see the crash all the way back here uh that was when the stock market crashed silver crashed, kind of like what's happening today so um cuz people sell every, anything to cuz they know that things are going to get are going down so they're going to sell anything that they have to make money obviously silver is manipulated as well so it went all the way down to i think just below $12 uh about a year lo- later it almost tripled to 30 so uh that's how quickly it can it can move so trying to catch that falling knife is it's hard that's why we we say get into this. I'm completely out of the stock market. I don't have anything in the stock market now. Uh, I'm out of crypto, uh, nothing. So all of my money is going into silver, right? Yeah. Everything that I have is going into silver at this point because that's God's money, right? Well, you look at you. you yeah, mm-hmm. so keep that chart up there. I mean, look at that because that was in March of 2020. Yep. And by September of 2020, it had gone from 1170 to 30. So, right. So in a matter of April, May, June, July, August, September, six months, mm-hmm. you almost tripled in price. That's incredible. Right. So, so, but even the lower longer term trend, you've gone from 1190, 1191 to about 23 today. We're up over 90% in two and a half years. That's about 35% a year average growth. Even the long-term growth is amazing, right? So, but but when things really start to pop, when things start to spin out of control, it's because of low supply, supply chain disruptions, high demand, this is where we're sitting with silver. And I'm expecting full-on like what we saw in, in the spring and summer of 2020 
what we saw going all the way back from 2009 to 2011 when silver went from like 12 to 50 that yeah, was here's, almost, a, here's uh, a chart right here look at this this is unbelievable so yeah, yeah around eight eight fifty all the way up to almost fifty dollars so that's yeah so we're gonna see this and and more so like you're you like will. we're so saying we're, we're gonna see a hundred dollars it's gonna happen this is a done deal. Yeah, so you look at that trend and look at how much below that moving average line we are. Mm -hmm. And then it caused it to spike way up. Look at where we are now. We're below that moving average line and it will spike up every single time you dip below that, that line like we did. It's going to spike up. We haven't seen the spike yet, but it's coming. It's going to be a spike of multiples because it always is. Yeah. So so this is what's exciting for us is technically it it's it's moving towards oh, a huge gain. Fundamentally, the fundamentals have always been there, but now we've got the fundamentals and the technicals in silver all in alignment and this is an exciting time for us. Yeah, and it's still above the well, you see the right here this is the 200 day and I looked at it yesterday, it's above the 100 and the 50. Uh, the 20 day moving average is right around in here. So it was, it was playing around with that. And now it's being manipulated as we know, everything's being manipulated right now. But like you said, I was like, ah, oh, please, another buying opportunity. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen for it blast off, but here it is. I'm like, Oh, thank you. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in on some more. Uh, so that's, that's the way we do. That's the way we beat these guys. We get the real silver, God silver. And we we destroy their Luciferian system, so that's the way it's going to go for because they're going to they're going to try and destroy us. So why not flip that on them? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, when you look at those numbers, when we've seen from twelve to fifty in twenty eleven, we saw that big, huge, almost tripling um, in in twenty nineteen. But but here's where in twenty twenty, sorry. So this is probably why that the mining economists that that actually do the projections for the miners, because silver miners, gold miners, they don't want to produce assets. They don't want to produce physical ounces if they have to do it at high prices because of inflation and sell it at a lower price down the road. They don't want to do that, right? So, so what did the miners economists say? They said by January of 2024, they they expect silver to be $53 an ounce. It started at 17. That's a tripling. Right. So when you when you go from that dip that when it falls below the 200 day moving average, it tends to triple moving forward. This is exciting for us. And and we're not we haven't tripled off of 79. We're up like 30 something percent. Right. So this is where we have an amazing time ahead of us for everybody who's uh, sitting on the fence. Anyone who's allocated already. Great job. <laughs> You're yeah. expect massive growth. But if you're sitting on the fence, I would allocate more. If you've got IRAs that you haven't moved yet, move them. If you've got old 401ks, move them, right? The yes. key is when something's going up, get in as soon as you can. When something's going down, get out as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's definitely uh, the way to move. Uh, you don't want to be you don't want to be following the herd. Everybody's trying to follow the herd right now and stay in the stock market. Uh, it it will reverse, even though they're manipulating it up. At some point, uh, they're going to pull the rug because that's how they make money. Uh, it it should have been it should have gone down uh, a couple of months ago. It looked like it was going to crash. Uh, they manipulated it back up, so they got everybody out of the the selling and into buying buying mode, and then they're going to yank the rug again. So that's the way they work things. 
uh, KirkElliottPhD.com to get a free consultation. Uh, that's Kirk Elliott with two L's and two T's, PhD.com. Phone number 720-605-3900. Absolutely phenomenal time to be uh, investing. Uh, this, this is what we've been waiting for. We're right at the edge. Don't fall off the cliff. You want to like have a parachute. <laughs> so you want to be in a plane that takes off and soars to the moon. So uh, that's what this thing is going to go. This that's what this thing is going to do. I, I've never been, uh, you know, more sure about anything in my life. This is this is it. Yeah. So just give us a call. We and our consultations are free. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why we don't sell things. You know, we're not an e-commerce site, Michael, because everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different strategies, income needs, growth needs, retirement age, young. So what do we do? We offer a free consultation where we ask you questions. What are your dreams? What are your goals? What are your visions? What do you want to accomplish? And we map out a strategy for success with myself or one of my advisors to get you to that point while minimizing your risk and maximizing your return. Right now, that happens to be with silver. Sometimes that's with gold. Sometimes that can be with stocks or bonds, right? But but with the global dynamics of where we are right now, the fundamental forces causing markets to move, we have to allocate, and I would allocate quickly, into silver to take advantage of these trends so the trends don't take advantage of us. So, so yeah, you said it, 720-605-3900, give us a call. Or you can simply go to kirkelliphd.com forward slash Jaco. Fill out the form and and just uh, we'll we'll give you a call back and get you set up for a consultation that's free. I would say the big ball guy sent you, but you're a big ball guy too. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm in good company, I guess. That's, that's awesome. Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dr. Elliot, you're you're amazing. You have so much intel and uh, information on this. You're you're a gift to humanity. Thanks a lot. You know, thank you. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.